Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're going to be taking a deep dive into a company that's set to list in London later in October. It's Microsoft, and we're very kindly joined by their CEO, Rick Guiney. Rick, thank you very much for being with us today. Good morning, Jonathan. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy to have you on the podcast this morning, Rick. It is an exciting month for, for Microsoft. People that have been following the story will be aware that you're set to, to IPO later in October in London. So we're going to be discussing that in the podcast, but we're also going to be going into the wider market. What is happening out there on the ground and where you see the opportunity for Microsoft going forward. But before we do that, for people that aren't aware, Rick, of Microsoft, please would you be able to give us an introduction to the company and also yourself, please? Sure. I'd love to do that. First, let me, t- let me tell you a little bit about myself. It's a simple story, Jonathan. I've been in the food business for over 35 years. Uh, international companies, Small companies, big companies, multi-product companies, single product companies, all up and down the spectrum. I started as CEO of Microsoft in January of 2022 and couldn't be happier here. Uh, We have an outstanding executive management team run by experienced food people. So we know how to get the job done. And, you know, Jonathan, it's great when you come to work and have a mission and a product that you believe in, a product that actually helps People have better lives, and we're all we all feel that way. Uh, and we're very committed to making Microsoft an everyday product because it does improve people's lives. Uh, real quick, uh, what Microsoft does is Microsoft is traditional salt. However, according to our patented process, we can produce it with fifty percent less sodium. That's really important. Sodium. Excess sodium across the globe is one of the world's worst health issues we have. Sodium is incredibly dangerous, very harmful to the human body, and we ingest too much. The World Health Organization has recently come out with a target of two grams per day that they would like us to ingest. In the UK, currently you're a little over eight. In the US, we're a little over 10. It's a lot of sodium that we're ingesting. That's really making people sick. So, Rick, you, you've outlined there a real problem, and that's a, a problem that Microsoft are aiming to, to, to fix. I mean, would you go as far as, call, as calling the situation at the moment with the overconsumption of sodium a crisis that's being unreported on? Yes, I would call it a crisis in health. And the World Health Organization, the UN, most of the major governments have come out with stricter sodium levels and are focusing more and more and more attention to getting sodium down. As a matter of fact, Jonathan, the French government just came out recently and mandated a change in the formula of baguettes to lower the sodium level. That's how important it is. Sodium is a silent killer. What it does is it infects your whole body. And it's not like you eat something and then you can wash it out. Once you consume it, the damage is done. And it's it's pervasive. It 
It's, and it's all over the world. The big pharma market for health-related diseases is $370 billion, with a B. Most of that starts with hypertension and high blood pressure, which comes from excess sodium. Now, you know, salt's been, been in the human diet for thousands of years. And in the beginning of time, it was great. We needed it as a, as a preservative. We needed it to pack fish. We needed it to, to have meat extend its shelf life. So we weren't hunting every day. And then it became an industrial product and it was mined very successfully and, and, and was a driver in, in many economies in the growing world. But nowadays, salt is used as a flavor enhancer and it's very destructive. Salt hurts your stomach. It can create ulcers and stomach cancer. It hurts your bones, can cause long-term osteoporosis. It's really rough on your kidneys because your kidneys have to really work hard to deal with the toxins that the sodium brings. The art, your arteries, the, the sodium forces you to retain liquid. That liquid makes it harder for your blood vessels to work and creates high blood pressure. And your skin, you know, again, the fluid retention creates poor blood circulation at your skin level, causes bruising, varicose veins, bags under your eyes, cellulite. All these things are really bad. Uh, last year, the WHO has indicated that 1.8 million people died specifically from excess sodium. They're not talking about people that have high sodium levels and therefore have diabetes or pancreatic cancer or other heart-related diseases. Straight up, 1.8 million people died of excess sodium. That's a huge number. And, you know, we talk about excess sodium and, it, and it's great you know, to talk about it, adults, but when you say the adult diet has too much sodium, imagine what's happening to our kids. The sodium level that they're ingesting is just scary. And, you know, it'd be, you know, I tell this story and it's very true. I have a 15 year old son and it would be fabulous if he didn't die of a heart attack when he was 55. And Microsalt can help make that happen. And that's why we're so proud when we come to work every day because we're actually trying to make this happen on a global basis. I just want to get your your thoughts on the on the wider ecosystem and bring and bring governments into this because you did mention of course in France they're looking at tackling the amount of sodium in in baguettes. That's that's one measure uh, which takes a step forward. But generally Rick from from your standpoint when you're looking at what governments are doing around the world, do you feel that they're doing enough to really bump up overconsumption of sodium up the agenda and really starting to tackle the problem? Or, or do you think it's going to have to be a case that businesses such as yourself are going to have to really be the driving force in this? Yes. Sadly, government, in our estimate, government's not nearly doing nearly enough. And it's basically around most government efforts are suggestions. They're, you know, they're guidelines. They're not mandatory levels. Now, the, the example in France is a pleasant surprise for us. Uh, but most government regulations are suggestions. There are some labeling pen penalties, for example, in Mexico, Latin America, South America. You have patent reg uh, packaging reg registrations that force you to identify yourself as a high sodium uh, item. But that assumes that the consumer knows how bad sodium is. So they're stepping, they're sidestepping the consumer issue. So in our mind, in order to make this happen, 
we have to take the message to the food manufacturing companies and say, listen, sodium is really bad. We know you know. Every doctor on the planet will agree. The governments are stepping up and making the suggestions tougher and tougher, the guidelines stricter and stricter. But we need you to to reduce the amount of sodium in the food you serve. We, We just need you to do it. Now, to be fair, the food business hasn't been uh, ignoring this issue. And, but for the last 20 years, prior to Microsoft, they didn't really have a way to do it. Microsoft has new technology within the last five years that allows the food companies to replace their traditional salt with Microsoft without changing the taste of the food. And that's the key. Jonathan, you know, we all know you can't change the world with bad tasting food. It just doesn't work. You might have it once, you might have it twice, but you're not going to put it in your, your diet long term. Microsoft changes the game because you can have your food taste the way you want it to taste uh, and lower sodium. A, a good example is, you know, you could buy a, a bag of crisps made with traditional salt or a bag of crisps made with Microsoft, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, except that one has 50% less sodium. Thank you, Rick. So... You've outlined there that the benefits of micro salts and the reduction of, of, of sodium. And I'm sure people listening to this would be very interested to hear a little bit about the technology. Of course, it has a patent attached to it. So I know you can't give too much away, but for, for whatever you can uh, explain to listeners in terms of how the the micro salt technology works in terms of delivering that taste, but with a 50% less sodium delivery to consumers. Sure. Sure. You know, and, and part of the brilliance of micro salt is its simplicity. You know, when we're dealing with um, excess sodium across the globe, so the solution has to be portable. It has to be able to be made available everywhere at, at any time and in several geographies. So again, that's part of the the brilliance of Microsoft. Basically, what we do, and Jonathan, you're right, we do have a patent, so I can't go into too much detail. But basically what we do is we take a regular salt crystal, and it doesn't matter what kind of salt it is. It can be sea salt, it can be Himalayan pink salt, it can be black salt, it can be any kind of salt. And we push it through our patented process, and it allows us to change its shape and increase its surface area. So when you uh, increase its surface area, your experience on your tongue is much more intense. So you get the flavor that you're looking for from your food by, by adding salt, but you're getting this taste sensation with Microsoft with much less sodium. Basically, you're using less because our salt is much more intense. So it's, it's a simple solution. And of course, there's a lot of technology behind making that happen and a lot of nuanced manufacturing expertise that gets us to allow us to reshape the crystal so that we have an improved surface area. But it's still salt. It still tastes like salt. It acts like salt. So when we go to the manufacturing communities, we can say, hey, listen, same, same. Don't use your traditional salt. Use microsalt and your end product will be much healthier. And I'll give you an, an, an example. You know, we can make, Microsoft works great in breads. So if you imagine worldwide, just in your head picture, how many hamburger 
buns are consumed every day across the world. Well, we can take 50% of the sodium out of a traditional hamburger bun. That's about round numbers, Jonathan, depending on your market and where you are in the world. That's probably somewhere around 100 milligrams of sodium. Every single hamburger bun. I mean, it's a significant difference as you go day to day and you start adding up how many hamburger buns you might eat in your lifetime or your our children's lifetime. Uh, and that's just one example. We, you know, it could be any kind of product that has salt in it. Indeed, indeed. From my understanding, there is a broad range of, of applications and I'm sure listeners are going to be excited to hear more about that after the, the IPO and as MicroSalt continues their expansion from a commercial basis. So I think it'd be fitting now, Rick, if we do move on and discuss the, the IPO. So set to, to list in London later on this month, would you be able to give us some details around the, the, the IPO? Um, you know, when did it set uh, in terms of the first day of, of trading? Um, you know, what you're expecting, um, you know, from investors that, that have been involved um, so far? You know, how's the process been uh, to date? Sure. Um, and, and let me let me start off by saying that we're extremely proud to be on the London Stock Exchange. Uh, we picked the London market because we think it's more nuanced, a little more sensitive, a little more savvy when it comes to uh, high tech food companies. And several of our large multinational customers have headquarters uh, in London. So we're very excited. It's a great match for us. Not only that, but but the uh, UK government, the London government, is really trying to focus on sodium. So it's a great match for us to go to the market in London. As you mentioned, our first day of trading on the London Stock Exchange will be October 18th of this year of 2023. We're very excited about it. Um, we have put a lot of work into not only the product, but making and making our mission very as clear as we can with the investor community so that they understand that that you know, we're not selling something just to sell something. We're in business to lower sodium. We're in business to help people. Now, you know, we're doing that by making food more healthy. We are looking for people that marry with our mission. And when we find them, and we have found a lot of them in the food business, big national chains, big food producers, they understand that, yes, they need to make this change. It's time. The consumers read backs of, backs of the labels now. The, uh, the governments are paying attention to sodium. So let's get it happening. And, you know, let's be honest, Jonathan, when you talk about a big problem, you have to talk to big customers. And at some point, you need, you need some funding to make all that happen. So we're very, very happy to be, to be a part of the London Stock Exchange. And again, uh, starting October 18th. Fantastic. So to, to finish off now, Rick, people listening to this, you know, hearing about microsalts, excited about the, the opportunity, I'm sure they'd be interested to hear about, you know, potential events and what you can see happening and what you're looking forward to over the next 12 months. Now, of course, I know you're, you're going to be IPOing, so you know there may be some things that, that are restricted. But but anything that you can say and, and give an insight to people that, that are listening to this and, and looking at Microsoft and thinking it may be an, an interesting opportunity, what do you see on the horizon as, as key opportunities? Where, where do you see the business going? Sure. 
you know, obviously, and uh, we know we're focusing right now on talking to those big multinational food companies. However, it would be unfair of us to not to have Microsoft available for everybody's pantry. We want people to put Microsoft in their in their homes as a replacement for traditional, traditional salt. You know, when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, hey, you need to go on a low sodium diet. What we do is we give the doctor's office a little free sample. The sample goes home with the patient. The patient uses it, understands that it tastes like regular salt, and then they could buy it. And we, what we want that then to happen is that that becomes a generational product so that families, their children, and their grandchildren will become used to using Microsoft and, and inadvertently, stealth health-wise, lower their sodium. So we're real excited about that. Uh, we Currently in the U.S., you can buy our products on Amazon. Uh, beginning the early part of November, you'll be able to buy Microsoft shakers in two sizes in Amazon UK. And uh, in the U.S., we also have a, a line of potato crisps that are made specific, strictly with Microsoft. So we're excited about that as well. But globally, it's the shakers because we want people to put Microsoft in their pantries to replace regular salt as they cook, as they season their own food, as you, whatever you might use in salt, if you're making bread at home, if you're, whatever you might be doing, Microsoft works just like, just like traditional salt. So over the next 12 months, we're really hoping that we can open up the doors for people to get a hold of Microsoft for their pantries and for the major food companies across the world to really embrace the fact that it's time. It's time to, to stop making food that makes our kids sick, that makes us sick, and is causing irreparable harm. It's estimated that for every dollar in the U.S., I should say, for every dollar that you spend on low-sodium efforts is returned $12 in lower health care costs. So from a society standpoint, it's a win-win also. Thank you very much, Rick. From a personal standpoint, very much looking forward to the to the IPO, uh, first day of trading coming up in October, but also looking forward to hearing some of the developments from Microsoft over the next 12 months and the work you're doing out there with, with companies ultimately to bring down sodium consumption and, and, and help save people's lives. So, Rick, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Thank you very much. And just as a final note to listeners, Rick will be presenting at the UK Investor Magazine virtual conference that's coming up on the 24th of October. So that'll be a few days after the first day of trading here in London. Do get signed up to that. There'll be a note in uh, the notes of this podcast. There'll be a link there. Get yourself signed up and you'll be able to hear more, more about the micro salt story at that conference. So once more, Rick, thank you very much. And thank you very much to everyone for listening. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember all investment involves risk.